Recently, I was asked a question that just stopped me in my tracks and got me really thinking. So I thought I would ask you the same question to get you thinking. And this question was, how do you know that you had a successful day? How do you know that you had a successful week? How do you know that you're living a successful life? In other words, what is your definition of success? And when I was asked this question or some version of it, I went with fun. Like in when I think of being successful in my life, having a successful life, I think about having a life that is filled with fun and new experiences. And I think a lot of times people tie success to like money or they think like what I'm more successful if I make more money. But when I think about success, I think about how if I made a ton of money, but I wasn't really enjoying my life overall, what I was doing, I wasn't having a lot of fun. Is that really success to me? And even when you think about success as far as like having more things, Like, who cares if you have more things if, again, you're not having fun, you're not enjoying your life? So for me, I tie fun with success. So at the end of the day, if I had fun in that day, I deem it as successful. I used to be the person that would say that it was a successful or good day if I got a lot of stuff done, if I checked all these boxes. And now I realize that, like, okay, let's say I'm on my deathbed and I got a lot of things done in my life. Am I going to be happy with the way I lived my life? Like that I just got a lot of stuff done. No, I want to have more fun in my life. Okay, so that was related to my definition of success. Now, I want to share a definition of success that I think you may have heard that I love so much. We'll dive into that definition. But before we go there, let me just say this episode is really about talking about defining success for you and motivating yourself to play bigger in life because I think these two things relate to each other. Like if you want to be more successful per your definition, you're probably going to need to motivate yourself to play bigger in life and step beyond the discomfort so that you can live a life that feels really good to you. Okay, so success, going back to that definition. One of my favorite definitions comes from Maya Angelou. And if you don't have your own version of success and what it means to you, you can borrow this one because I think it's really good. Her definition is success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. Liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. So think about it. Do you like yourself? Do you like what you do? Do you like how you do it? And if you'd answered no to any of those questions that I just asked, then the next thing I want to say to do is to think about how you can motivate yourself to play bigger, because that's probably a sign that you need to be playing bigger in your life to be more successful per your definition, to like yourself, to like what you do, to like how you do it. So let's go look at our definition of playing bigger. So these past few episodes, we've been talking about playing big a lot because we're in like this playing big series. We're about to reach 100 episodes. And I just want to like dive into all this playing big stuff to wrap up this first season of the show. Okay, so let's go with our definition. 
To play big means to take risk and not allow problems and unpleasant feelings to stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. Not allow problems and unpleasant feelings to stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. So I want to think about your life right now. In what area of your life are you allowing problems or unpleasant feelings stop you from being who you want to be, from doing the things that you really want to do? I'll give you an example in my life where I've seen this show up, where I've been playing small and I've been allowing problems and unpleasant feelings to stop me from being who I want to be. So I told you I want to be this person that has a really fun life, that has a lot of new experiences. Sometimes opportunities to be her, that person, go on this trip, do this thing, pop up randomly. And I often find myself myself feeling worried about disappointing someone if I need to move my schedule around so that I can honor who I really want to be in this life. And if I was committed to playing small in my life, I would allow the unpleasant feeling to stop me from even moving my schedule around or asking for what it is that I want. Or that problem of having to shift up the schedule. I would allow that to stop me from who I want to be. The old me would have done that. Me now, even though it's uncomfortable, I really always try to take votes for who I want to become. I notice that discomfort and I still move in the direction of who I want to be. So I try to do this in all, all things, not just like related to the travel and stuff like that, but even things when it comes to like being the kind of wife I want to be, being the kind of sister or daughter or future mom I want to be, right? There's always going to be problems and unpleasant feelings that show up that may kind of hinder me being the kind of person I want to be. But I don't want that a lot to stop me from being that person because I'm committed to playing bigger in my life. And what I've seen with a lot of people who are often not enjoying their life, it's because they're committed in the sense to playing small. They're allowing those problems and those feelings to hold them back. I kind of see this like as a bridge where there's joy on the other side and there's fear on one side. You kind of have to go through the fear and the discomfort to get to the joy and the thing that you really want. This got me thinking about one of my clients recently who has an amazing opportunity that has just came her way and she has to take time off to travel for this interview that she's super excited about. Well, in her current work environment, it's extremely busy right now. Lots of stress happening. And what's coming up from her for her is a lot of guilt around asking for that time off so that she can go honor what she really wants and do the interview in the other location, right? So what's happening here is the problem is showing up and unpleasant feeling is showing up. And if she was committed to playing small in her life, she would allow that to stop her from being who she wants to be. But she's not. She's committed to to being the person she wants to be. And that involves dealing with the discomfort to be her. So it also may involve disappointing other people. So this is why, guys, the number one regret of the dying is what? I wish I would have had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. I wish I would have had the courage. The courage. 
So intentionally designing your life is going to involve a lot of disappointing other people along the way to be who you want to be. It's going to involve a lot of going through problems and unpleasant feelings, seeing that stuff, feeling it, but not allowing it to stop you from being who you want to be. It's going to involve a lot of you playing big in your life. So where, again, I'm asking this, where have you been allowing problems or unpleasant feelings stop you from being who you want to be? Sometimes this can be things like, let's say you want to just be a healthier version of yourself and maybe you want to go um, to a fitness class, but you're, it's uncomfortable for you, right? And instead of stopping yourself from showing up, like allowing those unpleasant feelings to, to rule your life, you may decide to play bigger and step through it anyways. You may go to somewhere by yourself, even though it's uncomfortable because it's a vote for who you want to be. You know that's going to help you be the person that you want to be. Other ways that people play big that maybe people don't think about as being like big things, but are big things, I'm going to say this, because it changes your experience in your life. Like sometimes little things can make you feel so much better. Just like a simple thing, like I always give the example of like someone makes your meal the wrong way, right? And they bring it to you and you may ask them to bring it back. Like the other day, my mother-in-law asked for somebody to bring back her bacon to make it more crispy because she likes it super crispy. And before she did, she goes, you know, am I being difficult? Like, should I not ask? And initially she had asked when she ordered her meal, she said, really, really crispy bacon. And when they brought it out, it wasn't. And she was kind of like, should I not? And I said, this is your life. Like this is, I know people can say this is a meal, but this is you about you enjoying your life, right? Having more fun. I think about like how I always want to be that person. It's like, what are the small things I can do? And maybe it's asking someone to cook something longer, some, a meal of mine longer, because that's more enjoyable to me, you know? And maybe it's like um, I might have the risk of like disappointing them. They may think I'm difficult, whatever it is, but I'm committed to living my best life despite all of the unpleasant feelings that may show up throughout the process, despite potentially disappointing other people through the process, you know? I think about too, like living this bigger life, how it, it involves a lot of boundary setting, like and how boundaries are not just about keeping someone else away. It's about you keep staying in your life, in your lane, in your yard. I think about a fence that goes up. What if the fence is for you so that you can stay in your lane, in your yard, you can, you can enjoy your life more versus being all up in everybody else's business and what they want for your life. That's why, going back to the number of regret of the dying, I wish I would have had the courage to live life between myself, not the life others expected of me. In a nutshell, I wish I would have stayed in my yard in the sense of like my life instead of living somebody else's life. And that involves setting up boundaries for yourself to keep you where you are and what you want to focus on. So this might look like schedule stuff, like changing schedule um, things where Instead of doing all the things for everybody else, you have your schedule in alignment with what works also best for you too. And 
you know, I think about often I hear from people where they feel like their weekends are so busy because they always have to go to all these birthday parties or all these other things. And they're just like, I feel like I can't even relax. There's always something going on. And then that makes me think about like, what if you decided to give more energy to the things that you really wanted to do, even if someone would think that you're selfish, right? Let them think that about you. Like, what if you were okay with that? Because you know that you're trying to live in alignment with who you want to be. And I'm not saying that you need to be more selfish. Like, I, what I'm saying is I want you to love on yourself too. Like, I know it's all about like service, thinking about other people. But what if you showed that same love that you show everybody else to yourself too? What would be different for you? How would your schedule change? How else would you spend your time, money, all the other resources if you loved on yourself more? Okay, more ways that people um, would be playing big is do an activity that you're afraid to do. Um, anything that you've been afraid to do, like moving past those unpleasant feelings. Sometimes it's posting a video or a photo or something about something you're selling or that you know could help people. Like instead of being so focused on what people are going to think about you, what if you made it more about serving, like and loving on other people too? That's an energy shift is like you focus more on how this could help versus what people are going to think about you. I've had to work through that stuff a lot as an entrepreneur. Like I always think about like how I don't want to be the person that's trying to like sell you on something, you know, like I'm saying this in quotation marks. I used to be so focused on like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm this kind of person in certain negative thoughts. But really it's like, why am I doing what I'm doing is because I truly want to help people. That's where my heart is. And if someone perceives that in a negative way, that's not on me. I can't control that. And I want to give my energy to the love part of it. Like I'm doing this to help and serve people versus the energy of fear of like, what will people think of me? Because every day I have a choice to make, like, where do I want to direct my energy to? Um, telling people how you want to be treated, speaking your truth, like even thinking about in your relationships, like so often there's issues in relationships because people expect other people to know what it is they want. And they've never clearly communicated that. I see this often too with coaching where people want to make more money and they're frustrated they're not making more. And I'll say like, have you asked for more? And they're like, no. Or they have all these excuses why it's uncomfortable or I don't think it could happen because of this. And it's like they haven't even tried. So think about that too in your life. Like where are you not asking for what it is you want? I heard this really awesome podcast episode a while back about word choice, like how um, if you want something from, let's say, a significant other, like it's really helpful to say, like clearly communicate what it is you want and say, I would love X, Y, Z thing to happen. Not from a place of sarcasm or demeaning tone, but like, oh, I would love it if this happened. So that person knows exactly what it is that you would want to happen. And you use this tone of love. I've been trying to practice this like when I'm just out, you know, like let's say at a restaurant and they're like, what do you want to eat? And I would say, oh, I would love to eat. And just like using the word love. 
I would love for this to happen. It's like you're putting that kind of energy out there. Words are powerful. They have energy associated with them. Love is related to anabolic energy. It's a characteristic that is higher in the scale. Even saying it just feels good. And it's often received well if you're saying it from. So Jordan Peterson said this quote that I love. He said, you should be afraid of taking risk and pursuing something meaningful but you should be more afraid of staying miserable where you are. I was like, ooh, so good, so good. Either way, you're gonna be uncomfortable pursuing the life that you want. Are you gonna be uncomfortable living the life that you don't want? Are you gonna be uncomfortable pursuing the life that you want? The choice is yours. Like where are you gonna give the energy to? Because a lot of us are trying to avoid feeling uncomfortable and it's like, you just, you just don't do that in this world. You're going to be uncomfortable doing the thing you don't like or pursuing the life you want. Where do you want to give energy to? Think about it. And if you're not uncomfortable in your current life, that's just a sign that you're being called to play bigger. Okay, so because I do feel like I'm not saying like you should always be like, miserable in your life where you just feel like anxious all the time because you're always uncomfortable. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I think it's important to always be thinking about growing. Like you can be grateful for where you are and excited about where you're going. I think you can be both. I don't, sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to be the person that's always like chasing everything and I'm not happy where I am. And I don't want you to be that person either. But I do think that if it's like, you know, kind of like a plant, like if you're not growing, you're dying kind of thing, like in a sense, we're all dying, but you know what I mean by that comment. I think about that we love to see progress and we like to be mentally stimulated where we're always learning new things. I think that's part of like being a human, like a thriving human being. So I think that you can be grateful for where you are now. Totally celebrate that. Be excited about where you are. Soak it up the joy. Love where you are now and be excited about where you're going. You can have that, both of those things. Like sometimes I have clients that are like, I just want you to know, like I'm grateful for my job. Like I I feel so blessed to have what I have. I just feel like I'm meant for more. And like, I get it. You can have that. If you look on the scale to the energetic scale, when you go up to level five, it's like when you're looking for opportunity, you can come from this place of like you pass four, which has a lot to do with gratitude, love, right? You can have that feeling and then move up to being like, and I'm curious to know what else is out there too. I love this and I'm curious. That's a really good energy place to be. Okay, more examples in my life where I've played big. I uh, remember the first time I hosted a yoga event. So it was an 80s yoga with goats event. And I remember I was so afraid to like host this event. I ended up making this flyer. I was a brand new yoga teacher. I felt like such a fraud, like who's going to come? And I even thought like, what if other yoga teachers come? And like, what did they think this about? Like all this mind trash, all the things. And I remember feeling like I wanted to throw up. Like when I posted the flyer, I was so afraid to even ask if they would post it in the coffee shop, like all this drama about it. And I hosted that event and there was like a hundred people or so that like showed up. And it was so much fun. 
And that was totally me playing big, moving past those unpleasant feelings. And that gave me so much confidence in myself after doing something like that. Um, now I look back and I'm kind of like, what was the big deal with all this thing? Like, you know, I love my yoga teacher friends. Like, I don't know. I just like, I wouldn't even been worried if any people like that showed up like nowadays, but I'm not who I used to be. Like I had to move through that discomfort to get to where I am now. And, um, going after jobs that I was unqualified for, there's been so many roles that I've applied to over the years that I used to be like, they're going to laugh at me if they see my resume. Like, they're going to be like, what? Like, who are you even applying to this? This is a joke. Like, I used to think those thoughts. And then I started getting some of those jobs. And now I think that anything is fair game. Like, anything is possible. And now I just, I choose to play bigger in my life. And also, I'm not so attached like, I'm like, okay, cool. You can think that about me. That's fine. I don't care. I know myself. I know my heart. I know my intentions. And I love this thought that Brooke Castillo over at the Life Coach School podcast, she talks about this a lot, how she says, I let people be wrong about me. I let them be wrong about me. And I always think about that. Like, okay, cool. I'll let you be wrong about me. If you want to think that I'm X kind of person, go ahead. Because at, I want to feel good about how I'm living my life. So at the end of it all, I want to be proud of how I showed up. I don't want to give my all my energy to what other people are going to be thinking about me. Because at the end of your life, you're going to care. You're going to care about none of that, right? Of what someone else thought about you. I was reading something about this person who was dying of cancer and she was talking about the things that don't matter. Like now that she's reflecting back on her life, like just things about how she wished she would have like wore the bathing suits like on the beach instead of allowing the insecurity of how she felt like stop her from having fun at the beach that day, you know? So that just really hit me like thinking about like, where am I allowing these unpleasant feelings to steal the life that I really want? Um, What else? I've messaged so many people I was intimidated to talk to. That's been an ongoing thing about playing big. I want to do more of that and just keep pushing myself out of my comfort zones because I know it leads to just cool opportunities. And the more I talk to people, the more I realize that everybody has their crap. Everybody, no matter who you are, right? No one's better than anybody else, really. We're all just humans trying to make it on the earth with their own set of issues. And it doesn't matter your like education or the financial status that you have, all the things, you still have your crap. Um, I don't know that this helps me reach out to people. I'm like, you got crap. I got crap. Cool. You know, um, to reach my, to like meet my husband. That was all about playing big. I stepped out of my comfort zone to like go meet him. I'm so glad I did. Had to work through all my own mind trash around all that stuff. Uh, scuba diving stuff. You guys heard stories about my fears around scuba diving and how I've been able to work through those and have fun in the water and all the things hiking all the things. So many ways I've been playing big in my life. How I keep playing big. And I want you to be that person too. I want you to keep playing big with me. Now, now I'm getting into strategy. Let's go. Tips to motivate you to play big. We'll go through these real quick. Tip number one is straight up remembering that you're going to die. I know that sounds bad to say, but like you're going to die. So you're not going to probably care about a lot of things that you care about now. Like what certain person was going to think about you if you disappointed X person, like things, stuff like that. No, you're going to die. So like just be here, 
live your best life now. Don't let it be obsessed about what other people are thinking about you. I know, easier said than done. Number two, quality life equals quality questions. Ask yourself, if I know I was going to die tomorrow, what would I not give a crap about? Example might be being afraid to send an email. Like if you're going to die tomorrow, do you think you're going to care about sending that email? No, you ain't. Um, don't give your energy to things that don't matter. Don't allow things that don't matter to stop you. I think that if we've talked about this whole episode, that's been the whole theme here. But think about it. It's like, what are the things that you're not going to care about at all that you're giving so much energy to now? Maybe it's like, for me, it could be like moving my schedule around. Like, am I really going to care about like that on my deathbed? No. Am I going to care about what X person thought about my thing that I just posted online? No. Am I going to really care about what my boss might think about me asking for a raise? Like, is that what I'm going to be thinking about, like, at the end of my life? No. I'm going to be thinking about the joy that I experienced from maybe what I did with the money from the raise that I got, from the opportunity I gained because I was able to reach out. That's the stuff I'm going to be thinking about, all the goodness that is there. I mean, that's what I'm committed to be thinking about versus the regret of, what I didn't do. Number three is think if you were on your deathbed five years from now, what would you have regrets that you didn't do? There's a lot of deathbed related things, but I just think this is so helpful when you think about it. It's like I I oftentimes like during the day, I'll be like, you know, we're all going to die. Like I just like remind myself of like just (laughs) remind myself like stuff that I care about does not really matter. Why I'm obsessing about stupid things. It's like, enjoy this moment here right now. And also, you can still be excited, like I talk about in the future. I'm excited. I'm, one of my favorite mantras is, I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and I'm excited about where I'm going. I love that. Right where I'm supposed to be, and excited about where I'm going. Um, number four is to be intentional but unattached when doing the scary things. Don't allow your worth to come from someone else or having some other thing. Ooh, we all fall victim to this kind of thing. Is like when I have that thing, then I'll feel better. How can you spark that joy for yourself now? I hear this all the time as career coach. When I have that better job, then I'll be happier. Doesn't that feel so awful to have to feel like you can't be happy until you have that thing? And in fact, you're not a match for that thing until you can start to generate some more of the joy here right now. So, because really, why do you want the thing anyways? You think that it's going to bring you joy. So what can we do now to spark the joy for ourselves that we want to feel? We might have to spark it in different ways. We have to get creative with this whole thing. Um, let's see here. Don't allow your worth to come from someone else. Like so often, you know, people will get attached to, I see this in career coaching where it's like someone said something about them or didn't give them the job for whatever reason, and they make it mean that they suck, right? Their worth, is they like tie their worth to what someone else has to say about them. And no, like your worth doesn't come from what someone else has to say about you. I would say with my faith that it comes from your creator, God who thinks that you're legit awesome, right? That's what it comes from. There's nothing that you can do to mess that up. So 
just think about that. Are you giving people too much power about what you feel about yourself? Like, are you allowing them to decide how you feel about yourself? And can you generate that joy and that confidence in yourself? It's kind of like, like Brooke Castillo's statement. It's like, let other people be wrong about you. Can you be okay with letting other people be wrong about you? Like, because you know who you are and you know the value that you bring into this world or just straight up because of who you are. You know, think about it. Okay, so um, in a nutshell, I want you to be thinking about where you've been holding yourself back and what you need to do to play bigger and do it. Even if like the other day when my friends text me and she was like, I feel so vulnerable right now that I just did this thing. I feel so uncomfortable, like, uh, you know, like all these weird noises that you want to make when you do those things. And I'm like, I see you. I feel you. And like, yeah, it's so freaking uncomfortable. Totally normal. Like, but you're going to feel it anyways. And we like kind of chat through it. But like, I want to live that life where I'm always like doing things where I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. I'm going to throw up, you know, but I'm proud of myself that I'm doing it. Am I a weirdo that I always want to feel that way? Because I know what's on the other side because it feels so fun. Like this whole podcast thing, that was a big thing for me playing big. Now I'm excited. We're almost about to celebrate 100 episodes. What if I would have chose to play small? What if I never showed up? You know, like I know people's lives have been impacted by this show. And it was my decision to play bigger. And you got to go out there and impact other people's lives. And that's going to require you to play bigger. And you know it. So go after it. All right. Have the best day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.